Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network, now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com. And streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Downton Abbey After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Downton Abbey After Show. Well, welcome everybody. Thank you for joining us. Bingus for doing, and we are here doing another AfterBuzz TV after show for Downton Abbey season three, episode four. I'm John Comerford, and I'm joined in the studio by my lovely co-host Tamra Berg. Hi, everybody. Sniffle, sniffle. And Alina Akram. Hey, everyone. And of course, helping us out in the booth is Marissa Serafini. Thank you, Marissa. Hello. Okay, you know, usually I start off with some interesting or hopefully a funny little quip. Uh, and I don't know, I can't do that. I'm still reeling. We've just seen this episode oh. and we're still kind of, uh, well, I know you guys were devastated. I'm I'm still Yeah, you guys, you know, you'll have to excuse me. me. Uh, I, I have to say, I, this is one of my favorite episodes that we've had and wow. my most hated episode so far. <laughs> okay, well, so we've because run the gamut. I thought it was done incredibly well. I felt that the 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 obviously the storyline of Sybil dying in childbirth. Oops, spoiler alert! Spoiling oh it at God. all. We assume you've already the seen world. the show, so um, and was was just devastating, just devastating. I mean, I cried for a good half of the yeah. the episode <laughs> because you can just you can just feel the pain of everybody involved. It's just so sad. Yeah, uh, you know, just really. I mean, when you want. A good emotional heart wrenching thing. This really provided that, yeah. and you know it was w- very well done. And I don't, I don't even know <laughs> what to say about that part of it because you know some people talk about it how it, you know every once in a while it dips into melodrama. I don't care. It does it well. It does it so well. It was just heartbreaking. There's yeah. no other way to put yeah. it. Yeah. And you know, okay. I, you know, I, sometimes you see things coming. I didn't see this coming until way late, no. and, it, and which is great because I would like to be surprised. Because usually I'm ahead, and this time I wasn't. Yeah, you usually ruin. Yeah. The, you usually turn to me and go, "Oh my god, she's gonna." Die. <laughs> oh no! And you didn't. And I think I was just because I didn't wasn't trying to be ahead. I wasn't. It, it was involved in it so much, and then it starts That's happening. That's because you trust go, their storytelling oh, yeah, on this I, show not, because the writing is so good. Yeah. All done by Julian Fellows, of course. So. Yeah, I'm still reeling from it. And uh, okay, uh, 
we got to get into this because, uh, again, I thought it was great to bring in the other doctor, the Sir oh, Philip Tapso. Uh, yeah, it was done really well. So, we so have... you could have those arguments because who else are you going to have those arguments with to really set the, dra- uh, the drama and the conflict of it all? You've got to bring in that other outside yeah. person who is uh, of an authority, who is of the, more of an aristocratic uh, level than, of course, Dr. Clarkson is, who's much more middle class in that sense. So you still got those two things happening, which is perfect for Branson because here he is going, which way am I going to go? Do I believe in this aristocracy or this person who yeah. I can't stand where they come from? Or do I believe in who's still, you know, a, who's very pedigreed and all of that? Exactly. And even though, even though he didn't grow up in the same class as Dr. Clark's and he's probably he's certainly more familiar with her. And he's saying, you know, so, I mean, just great conflict all around. Well set up. And I love the arguments, too. I mean, I mean, and of course, the, right. The arguments were excellent. Yeah. Yeah, and here this person is, the, the uh, Sir Philip, who doesn't know anything about this family. Pompous. Yeah, and what is? I, I just think it's weird that Lord Grantham brings him in beca- merely because he has a pedigree. He was so easy to dislike. Yeah. As soon as he walked in, the, pompous is the best way to put it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was. Ugh. But Lord Grantham brings him in because, well, you know, it's my daughter, and I want her to. Well, have because the best, he thinks he's the best. Well, I know, but that's the thing. It's like he's willing. To, somebody who's raised, who's seen the family, who's raised his, well, has doctored his family, so to speak, from infancy, right. is not think, as important as a pedigree. Yeah. However, he does mention that he has doubts about Doctor Clarkson because of Lavinia and mm-hmm. his misdiagnosis of his, Matthew. Right. So. I mean, that's his argument. Yeah. I agree that it had to do with the fact that Sir Philip has more of a title. And yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, and, and a rational argument. I don't know if that's his own rationalization, but, you know, I, he obviously doesn't trust Carl Clarkson for whatever reason. But I love that from the beginning, Cora was saying, well, I think you should be there and, and subtly insists. Yes. But yes. never demands. You yes. Know, she keeps uh, the whole the whole episode that was the, every time. Cora and Grantham. She was always just the, in, the slow burn. Exactly, you know. Uh, Doctor Clarkson wants to do the test on the album al- albumin and and the urine. Exactly. Uh, urine. Uh, oh, good God! And Sir Philip, my mother is here. Sir Philip objects, and then Cora says, "Do the test." Yes, insists of the nurse, and so I, I I thought that was good. So you always had that going, that running theme through that. <sighs> but right again, laying the foundation for what's right. going to come later, and it it just. Well, why don't, can, why don't we just go to it? So, yeah. so Dr. Clarkson is saying she might be toxemic. She might have a clancy, eclampsia. She's confused. She's muddled. Her mm-hmm. ankles are thick. And, you know, yeah. she does not have thick, thick ankles. Uh, yeah, no, it's, just, it's a simple little thing. I just like that, you know, the, of course, the doctor who's known her forever would, would know. know. Yeah. Right. So. Right. So it's this battles battle of the doctors, uh, wills, you know, yeah. and and really it was it was a very um, equally measured argument on both mm-hmm. sides when it came down to we should take her to the hospital and give her a cesarean section, no. which you know open her to infection. Uh, fifty or sixty years before had an eighty five percent mortality rate right. for the yeah. for the mother. Now I don't know the statistics for nineteen twenty, but yeah. um, it was still very very risky, yeah. and. You know, I well, except that I loved Sir Philip's argument against cesarean section was because she was going to get a lot of germs in a public hospital. <laughs> yeah, because you know, germs yeah. love public hospitals yeah, well, far you know. more than private hospitals. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, I'm you know his his rationale is they're not as clean in public yeah. hospitals, but still, I mean, that's just such a you know, it's yeah, and, and, and I'm sure that's the condition of the hospitals at the time. They probably weren't as concerned. I just yeah. don't like that, Doctor. Sir Philip was bullying um, Dr. Clarkson into silence. Yeah, yeah. And he wasn't even, he was trying to get him out of the room. Yeah. There's not enough room in here. And he's <laughs> playing Lord Grantham. Dr. Yeah. Clarkson is Absolutely. playing Cora. Yeah. I mean, that's not fair. 
at least let the guy give his input. Yeah. But then, you know, when he did, yes, there's a but, risk. You know, and 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 Doctor Philip, Doctor Sir Philip says, see, finally, honestly, honesty, honesty yeah, rev. like he's like he's been honest. Like he's been lying. Yeah, no, exactly. like Doctor yeah. Clarkson has been sitting there lying just so no, he can yeah, look. But no, but the one who hasn't been honest is uh, Sir, Sir Philip. I am quite quite certain. Yeah. There is no risk here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to uh, know what's going to happen to Sir Philip from here on out. I, I don't know. Well, who knows? His job is done, so to speak. I don't so think we'll see him. No, I don't think we will either. But do you think they'll bring I'm him be- back for another pregnancy? I mean, if if what, oh if hell when? no! But no. over uh, what will, dead body exactly? What would what but would do you Lord think Grantham that, do? Yeah, do you think Grantham will even say anything to him? No, because Grantham has nobody to blame but himself. Yeah, and he obviously... Uh, he's too busy blaming himself and warning the last As he should. Yeah. Baby. yeah, and clearly he's yeah. going that route because he does accept responsibility for some of it. Well, what I didn't understand is that Dr. Clarkson was at least being honest. He wasn't swearing that yeah. she'd survive. Right, right. But Sir Philip is sitting there swearing. No In risk medicine, at all. Yeah. There's no, there's no there guarantee. There's no guarantee. The she only time it. that he, he backs off from that certainty was when she's actually in the throes of seizing with eclampsia and he says, well, uh, you know, the, the human body is, is uh, and you can't be, and that's the only time when it's already past the point. How about well, the doctors just standing in the corner while that's happening? You know, that was weird. That's I was what, like, I wrote yeah. that down. Why are, they so, why are they way in the back? And why aren't they comforting her? I, I mean, yeah. wouldn't you think that they're the professional? Think? I think it's because it's absolutely over. There's yeah. nothing but, they could do. At no, that point. I agree with that part. I'm sure that I am sure the reason why they did there's nothing we can do. Obviously, Which is uh, what Dr. Clarkson, Dr. Clarkson said. said that at this point there's nothing we can do. Right. But you're right. I was like, wow, how strange that I even wrote that down. I go, why are they yes. so far away and not doing anything? It bothered me. Yeah. I mean, it was just strange. <clears throat> I know. But, I expected maybe, them to give again, her injection. Well, one of them said, can't you give her, her epinephrine or morphine, morphine, morphine well, or something yeah, like that? And, he, and that's when Clarkson said, there's absolutely yeah, nothing and, we can do. And I, I just thought it was strange. And maybe, again, oh maybe God. that's how it was done back then. Like, well, or Dr. Clarkson was over it and he's like, let her die now. I try to tell you so. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't find her to be uh, that callous, but maybe. Yeah. So, I, But at least he came forward to try to help. That not help, but I mean to check. Well, he you know. checked her pulse. Yeah, and what oh, else could he said. have done? Well, seriously, what else could Clarkson have done? Nothing. Yeah. She warned them. Give her, giving her some chapstick. <laughs> nothing. There's nothing he could have done. Okay. And I don't want to bring it up either because yeah. we're gonna. But like that, that scene. Let's let's talk about. Well, it. Like, we can talk about the scene. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I didn't expect that. I actually read a spoiler. While I was Uh-oh. searching for season three, after watching all of season two within two yeah. weeks, don't ask. Uh-huh. But um, <laughs> but point is that I read that, and so I was expecting it this season. Right. However, like this, you didn't know it was this episode. I didn't know it was this episode. I didn't know how because as soon as I saw Sybil's death, yeah, I closed the, the browser and yeah, yeah, I yeah, stopped yeah, yeah, yeah. reading. But well, I didn't expect it like uh-huh. this, and it was still really, really, really hard to watch. Um, you know, Cora through the whole thing that the moment before uh, the um, before the baby's born and she says, I, you know, Thomas, Thomas is going, what what do we do? And Cora said, I would have taken her to the hospital an hour ago. The fierceness with which she said that was exactly Mama Bear. And it was so, you know, the intensity and then watching her face as Sybil is seizing and dying was makes me 
choke up right now. It's it yeah. was there really isn't anything else to say but heartbreak. Yeah, I, I, I really got caught pain. up. In it. Yeah, and the, and I thought the scene we were talking about it we, was shot so well and it just and it's so different from how it's normally shot. I know we're going to talk about. Let's just I just think we should just get into all this right. Now. Fine, talk about it. Well, I, I want to. We can talk about the rest later. But okay, the, this scene in particular it was it, it was so many different angles they were shooting almost all in close up. I mean, they, they had a few uh, wides just to the but also quick cuts. I mean they, they really built the tension and the energy and the the the, the, the uh, frenetic quality to yes. it. Yes. Was that what, and then to have it just just fall to pieces in yes. front of you. Just, well, Tom saying, "Breathe, love. Please yeah. don't leave me. It's me. Please breathe." Yeah, and then cutting and every just how many different cuts and give everybody's reaction. So you knew where everybody was in terms of their reaction, their emotion to the scene. Yeah, and the, well, it, it felt like uh, Mary was defeated. Oh yeah, you know, because yeah. she was just standing aside and talk about helpless. There was absolutely nothing. Oh, she the way could she do. backed off. Mm-hmm. But then you know weird. who surprised me in that scene was Matthew. Yeah, he was was kind of you know a little he was a secondary uh view in each of the the shots that they took of him but he looked as devastated as anybody in that room and that that really got to me his reaction and cora's reactions Mm -hmm. and tom were the three that just the thing that just so painful took it over the top for me that 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 final shot of sybil as she's passed away and then her the paleness and the the, oh my gosh yeah yeah, it's just like wow I mean, I don't know if they shot that was makeup or, you know, just lighting or whatever, but I don't care. It just it was just, oh. Was, I was shocked so that definite. they were showing the seizing and yeah. Yeah. all of that going on. I thought they were going to make it a clean death or mm-hmm. since I was kind of expecting it. Yeah. yeah. I thought they'd go into the room and she had fallen asleep, you know, and, and, right, and, and just, just fall, passed away just in her sleep. Her sleep. Uh, yeah. so, well, the other thing but I when was I interesting saw the about seizing, that. Ugh. Was that you know they they did a, in the beginning they were all talking about don't don't say albumin don't don't uh, urine yeah, exactly don't talk well. about the womb and, and and Lord Grantham doesn't like to talk about these scientific matters or whatever it is right. that Cora said in the beginning they all were saying you know setting all this up like you, this is something we don't talk about not only is Lord Grantham but it's just we don't talk about these things and then they're all just there instead of having it happen in the middle of the night they are forced to have to deal with this kind of thing right in front of their eyes up, no, no up close yeah. and I also thought interesting. No one looked away. No. Yeah, you know, because I was sitting there, kind of watching Ethel and Mary. Yeah, I mean Edith rather and Mary, yeah. kind of going. You know, they're they're horrified. It's their sister dying, and and you know, women of that time would be more delicate in a, in a certain sense oh, yeah, and yeah, might yeah. not watch, but they they both watched as the entire thing was happening in front of them. And I thought, I just thought that was again, yeah. uh, you know, interesting character choices. Yeah, and then. Um, what was I going to say about that? Oh, lost it. Oh, sorry. So sad. Yeah. Uh, and then Lord Grantham, you, but you were certain. He says it right there in yeah. the room, but you were certain. You were certain. Okay. Because that's what he was hanging his hat on, yeah, was everything that... certainty better than a doubt? Right. Or whatever that line right. is he says yeah. the time. But this just can't be. She's 24 years old. That's the when they said when you could just see how devastating it was when she's only 20, because these things don't happen to 24-year-olds. Just well, and, don't wi- and women don't die in childbirth anymore, kind of. But, yeah. you know... They do. Yeah. Interesting, uh, Matthew. In this day and age, <laughs> exactly. I thought it was even more sad to see the servants 
going through. Yes, yeah, let's go downstairs. Interesting, the reactions. Their reactions just, put me over the especially top. Especially Thomas's, too. you mm-hmm. know. I mean, the, yeah. you know, because he had just got through talking to Jimmy about her. I'm sorry, James. Yeah. Because uh, he, he, this is before Sybil, but this is when I actually had the baby. Right. And he says, oh, do you know her? And he says, yes, of course. We work together. She's great. And I, I, I know her better than anybody yeah. else. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, and she's a wonderful person and all that kind of stuff. And just like you. But I thought from that, and I th- think he really did care for her. I mean, you, you, and you got to see a side of Thomas, which you have not seen. Never seen before. That's that's why it's gut-wrenching, because yeah. someone who's so heartless yeah. and cold. Right. Like really mourning her, and the, the way he said it, you know, there are, there are very few people. Did he say there are very been, few people that have ever been nice to me? And not one. many she have been one. kind to me, and she was one of the and few. She was one of the few, and, and I can now that we know, we we know, we can see why there are few, so few people who are kind to him. Oops. And you just, I mean, my God, this guy can't catch a break. And now I'm, I'm feeling sympathy for him, and you see, oh, damn it! I mean, God, I know it's just terrible. And then even Mrs. Hughes, Mrs. Hughes, who is just such a wonderful character yeah. to begin with, and I've been a fan of hers from yeah, back from when she was doing Lovejoy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she says the sweetest spirit under this roof is gone. Yeah. And it's true. And she Carson. was so lovable. Uh-huh. So and, I don't and, know everybody's favorite daughter. I yeah, think. no kidding. Well, I mean, even their da- even the daughters are that's her favorite daughter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what right. Because I mean? the way they that scene together with them, the two of them, oh, Mary the sisters, and Edith. Yeah. I mean, she's the only person that ever thought we were so nice. We were right. such, we were nice people. We were nice people. And what that scene was. Oh my God! That was like, would you please give us a break? You know, because even that was killing me. Yeah, that was tough. I mean, let's love each other as sisters should. And I'm just going, this and is our finally, last time together yeah, as exactly. sisters. And that you, was so, that was terribly sad, that line. Yeah. This is the last time the three of us will be together. In this world. I have two sisters. Yeah, I know. <laughs> exactly. So. Oh, jeez, I'm crying again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was, it was oh. Like, oh, my God. Right. And just when that, okay. I'm poor, poor Edith in my family, but, yes, just by a, the way. Yes, of course. <laughs> So and then uh, let's get let's get more sad because then you have Tom. I mean, sorry, Branson with her and the way he is with her afterwards, and this the, just the, the, the air is taken out of him, and he's just kicked in the gut. How about and when she Cora? Yeah, ahead. right, right as she dies, you hear the baby cry. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but then Cora, the killer one, is, yeah, Cora sitting and the wonderfully Cora. shot. So you see, you, you see, obviously, you see, um. Uh, Sybil in the foreground, then yep. Cora, and then behind Cora you see Mary, and I thought that was you know it's great staged, wonderfully blocked, and you it's all on Cora's face, and she's just going reassuring. From, yeah, she's helping her yes. other daughter, and and not wanting to be devastated, and uh, you know, just for for Mary's sake, right. but you know she's dying inside, of course, and just uh, holding it together Pro- and, and making her promises, yeah. right, right, of taking care of yeah, baby we'll take and her, Tom, take care of both. And that was hard. The the. Okay, go ahead. Try to get, get breathe. This is my chance to say goodbye to my baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, and then from going from there, she had a great episode. By the way, oh, she's going oh, from yeah, all that so devastation. Good. You know, in the beginning, she has this insistence, this quiet uh, uh-huh. way of, of asserting getting, herself, asserting herself because you know that's all she could do. Yeah, and then this uh, d- definitiveness, the whole thing about, I would have said it an hour ago. And the fact that she can't, because it's not her decision. It's, it's not, not the place. mother's decision. It's the husband's decision. It's not even the master's or the house's decision. It's the husband's. And I, I, it was just so crazy, these rules and these roles. And I'm going, well, that's how they lived. So what yeah. are you going to do? But then to go from all of that, and then at the end, you could feel that fire again, how she's saying that I have to go write a letter to uh Well, ask Dr. your Clarkson. father. 
Oh, ask sure. Ask your ask father, your father to, to sleep in the, in the dressing, dressing room. room yes. Uh, but the, I, for me, is the fact that she was saying that I'm going to go apologize to Doctor Cla- or write a letter to Mr. Clarkson to apologize for our behavior. We didn't listen to him because your Sir Philip and your, and father, your father knew, knew better. better and now, now she's, she's dead. dead. She's just pouring and, salt on the wound. Ouch. And yeah, she's yeah, she's going to lash out at somebody. Oh, so she has is. a right to though. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, Definitely. Because yeah, they've had the listen. All right. So. <sighs> That was devastating, and then what? And then just because there wasn't enough devastation, the Dowager when she comes in after it's all happened right. the next day, and she's talking to Carson. That the the acting was so powerful oh. between the two of them. Yeah. The, there were so few words, right. and you know we've we've so come to love everyone in these you know in right. these houses, and to see Carson and the Dowager. We've seen yeah, these what was two it? old we've war seen, horses. Exactly. We've yeah. seen some we've troubles, seen some you, troubles and I, you and I. Nothing yeah. worse than this. And the way she walked away, I swear to God, she, and she's you know she's walking away. She's got the cane. She you, she has the cane, but she still uses the pillar to hold herself up because she's gonna fall. Uh, and then they show her walking away, and she's lifting the veil up. And I swear to God, it looked like she ages ten years right now. Yes. Just in that walk. Yes. I, well, just seeing her cry. Yeah, it's brutal. That hurts because again, another cold. Yeah, pretty emotionless <laughs> character. Right. Well, she's got a lot down. of spunk. Yeah, that you know things don't usually get to her as much. But man, it's just ugh. oh, sad. This was a sad episode. <laughs> Those two powerhouses, though, having that scene yeah. when and you know their history and you know how how connected how much, they were and how much they've been through to to each other in a certain yeah. way and connected to Sybil and connected to the family and this massive history they have and and this devastation comes through and yeah. here we are I mean and it, you know how horrible it is they always say obviously when a parent loses a child but I don't I mean I can't even imagine the grandparent lose, I mean because it really it's just not the natural way no. because the grandparent should not live their grandchild no uh-huh. so but ugh. she's great grandma now yes That's she right. is great grandma now all right, we have to move on to something else because we, we could keep talking about it, but is it gonna? You know, I'm sure anybody listening is probably getting depressed too. I know. I know. <laughs> so before we go to our break, let's talk about Bates and Anna because that was the only one bright spot in particular in this particular yeah, episode. Yeah, kind so. of. There, there was a baby. A baby there was a baby. Was that's true, but they didn't really spend a lot of time with no, that. No, they, they didn't. And, and it was always in the shadow of the tragedy. So, but the one bright spot, if we can call it that, is there's a possibility that uh, Bates and Anna have have come in onto some evidence that might free him. And of course, Bates figures it out which I thought was really interesting but it's only because Anna did all that because she was doing all, asking all those questions she I don't, played it gumshoe may, it may come to nothing she yeah. kept saying that it may come to nothing but one day something mm-hmm. will and today's the day mm-hmm. and how about the look on her face when Lord Grantham says you know you, you always said there would be something and you found it so, uh, and you could see that pride in her yes. oh, yeah. yeah but it's a long shot I mean so you know the whole pastry under the fingernails or whatever it is that, that that they found, but but then you know, and she see, so she sees the Mr. Murray, the solicitor, right. which we, sad again, sad. <laughs> yeah. was, there was anything Poor not Mr. sad. Mr. Murray arrives no, at the yeah. worst time of ever, um, but you know he says, okay, tell me the whole story because we're, this is the thing we're yeah. gonna we have proof of his innocence now. Let's get a move on, and then we go back to prison, yes. and then those damn guards yeah. talking to that. Damn, Damn cellmate. roommate, cellmate. Yeah. I just, why do they hate him so bad? Because well, they're bad people. I mean, you know, and, and, and it's great conflict. We got to have something to do. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, it's going to be, you it's know, jail be really time's boring in prison. That's right. So, yeah. I mean, but every time we think Bates, that's why I don't find this so positive because as soon as they showed the cellmate and the guard talking about, mm-hmm. oh, that's the lawyer visiting him, 
I knew it. It's not. It's not going to be gonna so happen. easy. No, no, it's got to be. It's got to be the end because they can't keep going back to the prison because what happens? We'll we'll start. It's bad to, TV. It's bad I'm TV. Over it. <laughs> we're we're going to get over. We're not going to go. Okay, get him out of the prison. We're sick and tired of it. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. So, and we we need some good news that's after right. this and episode. This is the light at the end of the tunnel. For for the for that particular storyline, I mean, you know, Bates is going to get out at some point. It's got to Yeah, he happen. will. Yeah, he and will. he's got to get back to Downton because we want him. He and Anne have got to get. So know. is he going to replace Tom then? Well, that'll what be a good question. We'll have to find that out. My guess is he would have his job back. There's no way that Lord Grantham wouldn't give Bates him or his whatever, job yeah. back after he was wrongly imprisoned. Mm-hmm. Oh no, handsome Jimmy or Alfred. Yep, handsome Jimmy might be out. Somebody, we'll but oh, well, but, handsome but, Jimmy might. Well, leave. Matthew take. <laughs> that's true. But if Matthew's so. taken over, you know the the down uh, finances of down, that might be okay. They might, you know, with Lord Grantham and his mismanagement, then yeah, they probably have to cut a few people. But how about that? I feel like Mary tries to be assertive. Right. But, well, she doesn't try. She's, she's quite yeah. assertive. Where Cora does it with decorum. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. she's very polite about it and respectful towards her husband, well, yeah. for the most part, until she's past yeah. that point. But Mary is ruthless. No. Yeah, she, but, but The still, way she ripped Matthew apart when she was talk, he was talking to Mr. Murray. Yeah. Do you think that's realistic back then? I, I don't well, it I seems don't like it wife. is. It seems like it would be. But, but she still was not. She, no, these days, she would, you know, she would probably would have chewed him a whole new one. But she was still, um, you think, right? But I mean, yeah, you because think- she she never called him any names or anything. She just said this this isn't the right time to do this. I, so there was still a little bit of decorum there. To I work. feel like she belittled him in front of Mister Murray. Yeah, but I think she started belittling them both. Him. Sure. Yeah, she went. Well, after that's both true. That's true. She was an equal she opportunity. She did not <laughs> single him out from no, the herd and say, totally "I'm going to get you, boy." Castrated Mister Murray. Exactly. Too. She got them both. So. Well, but I mean, you think about, uh, you know, we talk about the 1950s housewives in America and how they had, you know, a very much a second class citizen uh, status. In 1920, England can't have been even as good as 1950s America. So so that's just to validate your point. But here's the thing that, you know, bugged me about that scene is why didn't I, you know, Matthew, what? Look, stop talking. No, not no, not that. I'm going. He apologizes. Well, there's not, but here, there's nothing wrong. Look, I understand he's up there, but he's here now. I don't know when we're going to talk to the... It's not like we call on the phone all the time or you can get somebody by email. He even said, that, I don't know the next time you're going to be up here. It's a horrible time. They, yeah. All he had to do is say, look, I know this. it's a horrible time. I don't know it, and we have to do something. If I don't help Downton, it doesn't... Th- this whole you. place is falling apart. And Sybil will still be dead. Exactly. I completely agree with you. I, I understand he the needs- timing of it. They both are right. But the fact that he didn't say anything just, just drove me right. Well, the fact that he apologized yeah. after he got chewed out yeah. for something that was... And, oh. and, you know, there's going to be plenty of people who think, no, he was wrong for doing it. It's the wrong time. And and that argument absolutely can be made. It can right. be made. But like you said, it's not exactly um, convenient to call Mr. Murray over and have him come right. discuss those matters. Mm-hmm. Right. Especially if Downton yeah, is and in if he's such there, financial and it, and dire it, trouble. Yeah. It's yeah. not like he was, I, you know, it's not like they weren't going to include Lord Grantham. It's just that, look, he, he, we can't talk to him now. We don't want to. But here's what I'm thinking. Get your head on it. Then when yeah. we get back together, you know, all three of us. Sometimes is bad. Yeah. And, and you just Mary, have to still do things. Yeah. She's kind of hypocritical because one second she's encouraging exactly. him to right. stand she's up She's pushing to him like crazy to do and, it. Right. You know, you're the and master of this estate now. You're co-mad. you got to get in there. you got to do it. Yeah, but no, then like, when he tries. I, and, I think really the only thing that we can say is she was being irrational because and she emotional. was. Well, yeah, yeah, obviously. And again, I don't, I don't. 
I, fall, I know you don't. I don't fault her. her for that because no. I understand her sister just died. Her father's upstairs, despondent. Yeah. Of course, and she should do exactly what she should. Do. But I just don't think Matthew should have just put his tail between his legs and taken on. Yeah. <laughs> I think he should have said something. Yeah, agreed. And you know, you know, consoled her as well. I don't think he should have been cold about it. But I think. No. You know, okay, that's all I wanted to say about yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. All right, so we that, that, we started off talking about Ann and Bates. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, did we finish with that? <laughs> yes, and let's with finish that? with prison. Darn it. Let's finish. Yeah, let's get yeah, out of prison. We're done oh, with yeah. the prison. Uh, before we move on, we want to thank all of those of you who have been downloading on iTunes and been telling a friend. We appreciate that so much. That's the thing that keeps us going. What do we got here, Marissa? We we got about 20 million downloads a week now? Yep. 20 million. 20 so, million. Three, over 3 million, uh, well, 3 million a day. A day. Exactly, right? right? Yeah. Okay, and it's all because of you for your, your commenting and your rating. And please tell a friend. That's all we ask. Uh, so we can keep this going and keep bringing this uh, uh, to you. And uh, what else? Do we rating, do? Commenting, rating, commenting really helps us out yes. when you do. Please do take a minute to rate and comment on iTunes. Yes. And, uh, you know, let us know what you're thinking. I um, did get a tweet from a viewer oh, listener yes. today uh, a couple hours ago who must be on the East Coast feed because he got right. it while, while we the show watching. was, while we were watching, uh, saying, you know, I can't believe what happened on Downton Abbey. Was this the spoiler you were holding on to? Because remember, I talked yeah. last week about accidentally reading a UK yeah. newspaper. And I'm sorry to say, no, this isn't ah, the spoiler. There's a bigger there's spoiler a ahead. bigger spoiler ahead. Yeah, there is. Who was it, by the way? Should there we, is. We, we oh, yes, I should mention. Yeah, yes. Um, so while she's looking Derek at that. Dick. Thank you, Derek. Um, so thank you for tweeting me, and I appreciate it. You can tweet me if anybody else wants to at yeah. Tamara Berg, um, just so that you can find All us. All right, so we let's okay, let's move on to other topics that weren't so tr- wrenching. Uh, let's we'll talk about Ethel. Ethel. There was a little bit of comedy with the Ethel thing because you know, of course, Isabel offers her a position, uh, or at least a temporary position. Say, at least if you work here, then you can get a reference. And obviously, references back in those days, it, it was all about the reference because you couldn't make a living without it. No, right? not at all. Well, I was just talking about how we were we were mentioning earlier in the day that um, Isabel is really the only, you know, truly kind, <laughs> compassionate character in this show. Well, Except and, for maybe Sybil. Maybe a few. Well, no, there are a few, but I, I, of the, quote, <laughs> upper class, I mean, she's obviously doctor's she's, wife, so she's more middle class than aristocracy, but... She's always trying to help other people, and yes. and she really does always come from compassion. Uh, she's putting herself in other people's shoes yeah. all the time, and, and so and how and kind of the, her you know, to do this? Stray dogs, and she she helps right. stray dogs, and right. women who have gone to uh, uh, walk a path of ill repute. And yes. <laughs> so, so she offers her a position, and of course, Mrs. Bird will have nothing to do with this again. We talked about this. Oh, last good week. God! I can't be associated <laughs> with such a woman. She yeah, says yes. she can't bear to lose her good name. Yes. No, because that's all she has. But because she doesn't have much. But the best line was when she says, uh, "Someone might confuse me with her." I know oh, that was great. And and Isabel says, says, "Well, well I think anyone look at you, and I don't think anybody would make a mistake." <laughs> that was funny. But with she did it with such perfect yeah, delivery yeah, that like, you so didn't even like, realize she just slammed. Wait, was hey, ooh, hang on one Mrs. second. Bird what just slam. <laughs> Servant slam. So that was nice. But um, then, of course, when when Ethel has to try to cook uh, a kidney souffle, kidney first, souffle. Well, mm. a kidney souffle sounds disgusting. Yeah, right? kidney souffle. I'm sure it's delicious for all those uh, foodies out there. Says the vegetarian. Yes, exactly. <laughs> But uh, of course, burns it to smithereens, and then the, she makes the uh, the tea later with the honey in it. So they, you know, I, they were trying to do what they could to you know uh, uh, elevate the humor in here to help us out to give us a, a, a respite. little levity. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So oh my god, but it was funny, I have to say. But you know, I, what I thought was cool was Mrs. Bird played her hand. Yeah, I can't. You know, I can't yes. do this. I and I don't think she expected Isabel to say no. absolutely not. 
you know, good luck to you. Yeah, she says, yeah, okay, you'll get a month's wages. Well, uh, uh, her face yeah, was, was just a, like, oh, 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 what? But, but she wasn't, yeah, that was great. But then she, uh, Mrs. Bird didn't want to have the last, she did want to have the last word, So she, but she wrote it down for Mr. Molesley to talk to Carson about yep. it. There's a letter there, so that, that whole thing started going. I thought, again, Mrs. Hughes comes to her defense, Ethel's defense, to say, hey, yeah. look, she's had a rough time. Here, you know, so we see all these little uh, competing ideas of, Oh, it's horrible. No one should ever be in that house with her. You know, yeah. it's, no maids was going there. And no, no footmen either. So all that <laughs> stuff. Line. And here we have somebody saying, look, you know, yes, it was, she had a rough past, but we're trying to make it better. And I'm going, why Why is that so hard? But, you know, it's well, the time. It's propriety. The and yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what makes Isabel and Mrs. Hughes so amazing because yes. beyond their compassion, they don't care what anybody else thinks. Yeah. You're right. They're willing to put themselves out there and yeah. really help this girl. Yes. Or try to. But yes. Mr. Carson, the traditionalist, of course, because it's, and, and not because the, 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 the kindness or her generosity, it's just because of what it's going to do to the Downton name. To right. The Grantham because name. that's, that's well, what that's he's what he, yeah, all about. It's yeah, all about tradition. He where he and he's, he's defending his territory, which is not only his territory, but his duty to mm-hmm. do that. So. You said duty. I did say duty. Um, the line that I love from Carson was, well, I didn't think she was running a brothel I in Mrs. That. Crawley's kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> In that booming voice of yes. his, I love you, Lewis. Oh, yes. all right. So that was oh, that, God, that, that was one I enjoy. Uh, all right, we already talked a little bit about Thomas and O'Brien, but you know yeah. what I thought was great is they they they, they moved that storyline with just a look. There was the, when they're all eating downstairs, they're eating around the table, and and Thomas and um, uh, James Jimmy? just have James. this little exchange, yeah. and you see O'Brien just notice it. Uh-huh. And you can see her scheming right then. Yes. She just said, you said that look on her face. She sees what's going on there. And she goes, hmm, a, a, a chink in the armor. Right. Yes. A, th- a little thing I can capitalize yeah. on. And I'm then, gonna, then I'm you, gonna... see, you see the scheming starting. The first mm-hmm. thing she is, she's start, you know, laying it out there, just moving, prodding, just giving a little nudge to James to go, yeah, b- mm-hmm. get friendly with uh, with Thomas because, hey, if anybody knows that clocks, it's him. <laughs> right. And then you see, was, really, that wasn't uncomfortable. Oh, that was, oh, yeah. Why yeah. Cost, is that a little weird? Yeah. That was a little skeevy, wasn't it? Aww. I think that skeevy. was their point in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was great. It was wonderfully skeevy. It was just like, you're, you're spending a little too much time behind yeah. him. <laughs> Poor Jimmy. He's already uncomfortable. And- <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then and then what was it happened later? Oh, yeah, he, yeah. He wanted to, Jimmy wanted to put a stop to it and, O'Brien says, oh, if you want your walking papers, go ahead. So you just keep it moving it down the road, just kicking the can a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so we know what's going to happen now. So we know what O'Brien's decided to do. To get yeah, back she's going to, gonna, yeah, she's going to create something between the two of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it looks mm-hmm. like if that, and, and if, if, if Jimmy or James gets put in the position where that is way more awkward than he's ready, but it looks like it's going to. I think he may walk and her plan's going to fail. Oh, interesting. Because so. he won't be able to handle it. I yeah. don't know. So ah. this is just a little prediction. Okay. I'm, all right. I'm ah. getting ahead of myself. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I don't know if there's anything else. I mean, uh, were there any storylines that we wanted to cover? Any other? I mean, we could talk. Let's. You want to talk a little bit more about the uh, cinematography on this one? Yeah. Let's so, do that. You know, we talked about the the death scene and, yeah. and the way that that was shot to create tension, tension and, and frenetic. Pace. And then, you know, the pacing of the scene that we already talked about with with uh, the, the Dowager and Carson was so slow. Yeah. And so Waiting. quiet. Yeah. And, and yeah. just you know, be with this moment. Uh-huh. 
I thought was really, really incredible. And I, speaking to that, when they showed her walking, I think they, they really allowed all that to sink in. I think that's why they took the time. I, mean, you re- I felt the, I felt the weight of weight of it on her. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, felt, I felt the weight of it on me as I was watching it. And because they took their time to do that, you could allow that moment to happen. Mm-hmm. A couple of shots I wanted to talk about was the one uh, with the funeral car yeah. arriving. No, I think so that was just, the lawyer car. That was the lawyer's car. No, it was the funeral car because no. it didn't look like a funeral car. No. It, didn't, it didn't look like you put a body in the back of that thing. I didn't think it was looking well. They a f- moments later was when um, yeah. Mary was well, saying my co- sister's body this is just right left after the she house. Dies. It's the next morning and we're open up on the t- car coming in. To me, I thought it was lawyers because they okay, cut to maybe, the lawyer right, but it doesn't matter. Maybe it could have been because it's Still, a shot. Right, exactly. The shot of this, you know, this huge house that's supposed to be, yeah. you know, a all stand all safe for exactly nothing for, can ever touch you behind these walls. You know, and then. The, it's that the small, small that little, little thing little coming thing in, coming and in. and and things are changing. Yeah, yeah. The, another shot that I thought that we were all really affected by was the the closing shot, which oh, was Branson. Tom standing with the baby yeah. in the window. And jib up, yeah. So painful. Yeah. Because you're just it, it. It was just a beautiful shot. Though. Yeah, it was just it was. It was because it conveyed so much. Yeah. Um, I, I, and I then the gloom that. surrounding the house. <laughs> <laughs> also, the shot of the servants downstairs when they dis- when they when they discovered discovered everything. that, yeah, that uh, Sybil was dead. You know that uh, silence and that just and Anna standing there just yeah. sort of clutching her heart. Yeah. And and the looks on all of their Tom's faces. Face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just there there was so much. I think I said in the open that this was one of my favorite episodes because I just thought it was done so well, beginning to end. Yeah. And there there wasn't a moment there wasn't a moment to breathe as right. much as we wanted one mm-hmm. fr- from time to time. Well, certainly and emotionally, was, this was yeah. the most. It was hard to watch. As you oh. said a few times. So, uh, all right. So um, I think that covers that. We have yeah. only uh, a couple of small bits of news. So we'll get to that. Gossip. All right, so I Alina? just read a quick spoiler alert in case you have yes. if you haven't seen the SAG Awards. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! If Not you, the one if, I'm if talking about. If you don't want to know the the uh, results of the SAG Awards, SAG Awards. Turn uh, it down g- for give 10 us seconds. ten seconds. Ready, Alina, and go. Quick tweet from People Magazine: mm-hmm. Downton Abbey won as an ensemble cast, and they beat out Homeland and um, Mad Men. Mad Men. There you go. So they won the SAG. Okay, so your thoughts. You agree, disagree? I love I love Homeland sure. and I love Mad Men, but right now I'm just yeah. gross with Downton Abbey, so I'm really happy for them. And I know both shows have won so many. Sure. So it's Downton's turn. What do you think? I think that's an incredibly hard choice to make, you know, because I wa- I haven't watched the second season of Homeland, but I watched all of the first season mm-hmm. and and thought it was excellent. I've not seen really more than a couple of episodes of right. Mad Men. Um but but so my my knowledgeable Comparison would be to be between Downton and uh, Homeland, and and I, I I find it hard to figure out which would be the winner. What, what do you I'm think? agreeing with that. I'll tell you what, Homeland, and I do that show. I love that show. We do it here, and yeah, and, great um, show. It is a great show. But in terms of ensemble acting, Homeland, they spent a. I mean, it's an ensemble cast, but they spent a hell of a lot of time with their it's, two leads. You're right. Yeah. That's so, true. And and I'm not saying it's not an ensemble. I'm just saying because of that, I think this is a more even. And, and they have so many storylines with so many different characters. Yeah. With backstories, and they're fully fleshed out for the most part. Uh, that that's why I'll give the nod to that's this. a really Ma- good Mad Men is Mad Men is close too. I mean, I I, right. I, I could yeah. have seen it going either way, but I think that it's, I think it's a fair award. I think it's a just award. I'm glad they got it. Yep. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, so that was it for our news. Now here's our gossip. 
A uh, little bit of a blowback here. I mean, I, I, many people already know this, but we haven't talked about it on the show, so we're going to talk about it now. Uh, there, you know, a lot of people have been talking about how, well, uh, as if uh, in some way Downton Abbey has some glamorized the, the Edwardian age or something like that, or or, or not um, really given, been a more even-handed about how, the, the bad things that happened out of the aristocracy, right. etc. Right. Uh, in fact, uh, Benedict Cumberpatch. He was a British actor. For those of you who don't know, I'm sure most of you do. He, uh, he was in War Horse. He plays the lead in Sherlock He's Holmes. He's in The Hobbit in, in as Hobbit well. The Hobbit as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the lead in the Sherlock Holmes series that's done in England. Uh, he, he, well, I don't know. Yeah. What's that? He's not in The Hobbit. He's not? The um, guy who plays Watson. No, no, we know that. But but I think he has uh, a role in the it. The Hobbit. He has a role in it. He's, he doesn't play the lead. He's the necromancer. So there you go. Uh, gotcha, so, gotcha. Yeah, so he's in it. Um, so there you go. The ho- three Hobbit movies, in fact, Marissa. So there. okay, <laughs> proven wrong. So, so um, anyway, only, only because so I have IMDb in front of me. In, <laughs> in, yeah, in speaking of uh, Downton Abbey, he called the the first season. What is it? No, he called the show the in show. general. All right, well, effing atrocious. Effing atrocious, but he filled in the word. Yes, he did. So in a very British way. Yes. With his nice accent. So, which I thought was interesting, but the question is because he's now in another a new series that's also based in the Edwardian era and named uh, I think it's Parades, Parades End, End, which is an apt title as well. Cause Parades yeah. Come to an end. Yeah. And you know he he's saying that theirs is so much more authentic. I guess uh, I'm not exactly sure why it was, was something it. like that. And but but you know one of the things I think he. Was was saying was that it would that is that in the way they're they're portraying the upstairs and downstairs of right. Downton Abbey is that it's kind of a cliche haven't we seen it a zillion times well you know right. what yeah maybe and people love it yeah. it's fascinating yeah. it's good TV it is good TV. and then we've had you know, that. articles and people saying how especially in America this is an, we're supposed to be an egalitarian society we yeah. threw over this aristocracy and this kingdom and royalty and stuff like that and how can we uh, glamorize and glamour and, and you know be so enamored of this and be romanticizing it and stuff like that and I'm going what it's a TV show why are you taking that so right it's storytelling yeah. we want to watch storytelling and right. we want to see lives that are not our own which is again part of the reason why it's so interesting to Americans because yeah. we don't have that kind of aristocracy, no. uh, or we, you know, we didn't really at the time. We also don't have the servant class well, the way the way not that. I mean, we there. obviously have our own yes, because but, as egalitarian as we are, we're not because right. it, you know, you're, how whatever class you're born into, for the most part, de- determines, determines how your life is going yeah, to for go. The most part. There's no question yeah. about that. But uh, we are still fascinated by the you know the time period and, and the, just the way, just like I'm fascinated by Justified when I'm in the haulers. Yes, I don't know that world either. I want to know about it. I'm fascinated by it, but right. just in, which is a weird juxtaposition <laughs> going from the hollers is justified. And well, and you know, I, I think perhaps Benedict Cumberpatch has a vested interest in criticizing a show of the similar yeah, time. Yeah, he might be drumming up uh, press for his own well, show. And, you know, it. I'll be interested in if it if it comes on American TV. I'll be interested yeah. in watching it. To if see what for he's no other reason, about. yeah, exactly. I want to see the difference between the way Julian Fellows has done it and the way uh, these uh, creators are doing it. So yeah. that'll be interesting. Yeah. So and then then we'll really talk about it. We'll see <laughs> which one we like better. But I'm just fascinated by the fact that there's blowback is that they're taking it so seriously. I don't think, and this is what I'm I post to you, my uh, esteemed panel. Do you think it glamorizes the aristocracy? Yes, I do. You do. <laughs> but I don't think there's a problem with that. Okay. And I don't either because I love the show. I mean, right. I realize what it is. It's a TV show. Yeah. I don't sit here and think that every servant or every home had such amazing servants that love their, or yeah. for the most part, love their, you know, the people who they served. They served. All right. 
but it makes for good TV, like Tamara said. Yeah. I, I I don't I don't know that I agree that it glamorizes because I never I never I never think the show is trying to say that aren't these people better than those people I don't think I, I know I don't that kind of that's not what right okay Go so ahead. how are Go you ahead. seeing it then? I see it as oh look how nice and wonderful the Granthams mm-hmm. are uh-huh. Real, they're helping these servants they're giving right. them jobs and as it's a theme in the show yep it's our duty no I agree but I, but, but, but inherent in that inherent in that idea is. That we are better than them. That right. they need our help. And, and they, but in that time, they did because that was their system. Right, right. And, what are you and do? I think the assertion is that they are aristocrats at the expense of the common right. people. And, and, and the argument is better to be made. Keep going. No, but I mean, that's, it. That's, yeah. it. that's exactly what I was going to That's yeah. what people are mad at, I think. Right, so right. But, you know. It, 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 it's history. It happened. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's like saying, okay, well, then we shouldn't have a movie about slavery because it, in any any movie will glamorize it or something. I don't quite understand well, the argument. It's when the slaves love their masters. Right. Uh, that oh, you, I see. You All right. know, but, but, oh, our, we have the best masters. Why would we ever want our freedom? But 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 I don't think... Yeah, see, I, I, again, I, I don't know that I agree with the premise because I don't really see these servants loving these masters. Even Mrs. Hughes says, I don't like them like you do. Right. I don't, you know... Yeah, but glamour- we, don't, we don't see a lot of them trying to get jobs like the first season. I forget her name, the girl who wanted to become the secretary. Oh, right. right. They're all right. complacent right. and happy right. to be serving. Right. And have a job. Well, and I think to a certain degree, they, you know, it was very hard to break out of that class then. Yeah. So. Well, certainly Branson. Know, had, of, I mean, Branson's a great, great example. He never thought any of them were any good. Right. He thought the whole thing, he wanted to blow up the whole thing. And now he's one of them. Yeah, exactly, which is great. Yeah. But you, I do I do wonder where that voice, now that he's not there in that capacity, so to speak. He is a little bit still, obviously, but he's obviously in conflict because he's now in the middle. But where is that voice where, where his was? One somebody else in the in their servant classes hating this and the, you know wanting the whole thing to be blown up and stuff like that. Uh, well, I think can we go into predictions? Sure, yeah, let's, yeah, let's yeah, talk let's about predictions. predictions. I think that. And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. So Tom is now a widower. Yes. With a child. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so he he's sure as hell not going back to Dublin. Why? Why not? Because he can't handle having that baby all by himself. Why? I mean, don't you? I mean, I'm just asking because I in don't his mind, don't you think he would? Because no, because there's no such thing as working single dads in 1920. But I'm, what I'm saying is, if if I had a child, wouldn't I go want to go back to my homeland where I not, might know people who might help me? Sure. Well, without his baby is what he would have to do. He couldn't go with his baby. Well, I mean, well they would never let him leave with, with well, the child. Yeah. And it's a moot point anyway because he can't go back to Ireland because if he does, he'll be arrested. He'll be arrested but right. if if that's off the table, wouldn't he want to go back to family who could, might be able to help him with the raising child? No, no okay. I don't think so. Don't think so. I don't think so because it. I think. But they would that never say as, it. But. What's that? She said the Grant- Granthams wouldn't allow it, and I said, I don't know if they'd have a say in it. Okay. No, they they would have a certain amount of say sure. in it, but, um, and, you know, like we talked about last week with Lord Grantham, you know, perhaps doing a little, we Pulling don't know strings. that he was pulling strings to, to get his way, but... Um, the, what would Tom do with that baby? It's not like he could stay home and hang out with his baby. He'd have to get a job. Right, I know. That's... And, they, you know, he's a working class guy. To yes. find someone to hold, take care of his baby, I think he would, here's my point, I think he would realize that he is not giving his child right. the kind of opportunities that he could get if he stayed like at Ethel. Downton and... Ca- Yes. I, I agree. Thank you. I agree completely. Oh, shoot. Hit the table. But I also think, you know, the way that we've, we've seen Tom and the way that painted him is... 
his sense of of right and wrong would say that yeah I, I do want to ha- give my child all the as much as I could but I don't agree with this way of life no, but, but and I would be putting my child in the very thing that I've yep. been fighting against. He's not fighting anymore, though. He yeah, but see, that's why I think he's still he, wearing the dinner coat. Yeah, without I know, but, talking about it. Yeah, but he also is going to, you know, have the Catholic, have the kid christened in Catholic. I think he may and, fight it to an extent, but he's going to yeah. drop that fight. Yeah, I think he so has, too. He's no, that, I, so he's no longer no, a man of principle. There's no winning for him. It's like I agree with Tamara. What's he going to do? Hire a maid? I think a, he's going to a, find a, it in no, a tenable situation. Yeah. My point was that it, I, I would think, again, I would, you know, obviously they're going to keep him down because it's more interesting to keep him there than to, to send him to Ireland because we're not going to have a To camera. make a freedom fighter out exactly. of his baby. But no, I, just for the sake of argument, what I was thinking is that he seems to be the kind of guy who would take want to go back to his homeland where his family is. So you say find a maid. No, he's not going to find a maid. He's going to find his mother, his sister, or somebody to help raise the child in the way he was raised because that's what he agrees with. It's yeah. a lifestyle he wants. Yeah, but that's no. not realistic for him anymore <laughs> anyways because yeah. he's in danger there. Yeah, I know, exactly. I know, we, as I said, it was just for yeah. argument's He sake. may move yeah. to Liverpool and leave baby... Baby, baby, baby. Do you really think you'd leave the kid behind? Yeah. Mm, really? As a father, it'll be even easier than Ethel. I don't think he's going to leave him. I don't think he's going to leave the kid. I don't, I don't think so either. I think yeah. I think everybody's just going to get all in well, constant keep, downtime. Exactly. they got to keep him me- enmeshed. Yeah. Uh, I also predict Bates is getting out one of these days very soon. It better be better soon. Because, Alina, what do, we say, what do you say about this? I'm the, over it. They, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Alina, let them know where they can find you. It's at underscore Alina23 on Twitter. Um, you can find me at Tamara Berg, T-A-M-A-R-A-B-E-R-G on Twitter. I read my tweets. Also, my website is TamaraCentral.com. And where can they find you on TV? Oh, on Home and Family on the Hallmark Channel. Doing awesome. some crazy crafting. And awesome. the Hallmark Channel. Marissa, so they, you want to talk to them? Tell them where they can find you? Um, they can find me at Serafini TV. And where else? Uh, at AfterBuzz on what other shows? Um, I also do Once Upon a Time in Glee. There you go. Once Upon a Time in Glee. All right. And you, John, are also on Justified. Oh, that's right. Justified. So pay attention to that. See you Tuesday on Justified. All right. On behalf of the panel here, we want to thank you very much for tuning in, and we will talk to you next time. Yes, we will. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. later. Cup of tea? The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.